0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg in the Gross Point office, and today I'm here with Carmi Buhalis. Carmi is the owner and founder of Yoga Express, and she's also a life and wellness coach. She helps women who juggle it all find balance, less stress, and more fulfillment. Her mission is to help others step into their highest potential by sharing tools and practices that can help unlock the energy that's been holding them back and shift from ordinary to extraordinary in all aspects of their life. I've known her for some time. She just has this energy about her. You can just turn your day around with her positive energy. So I'm so thrilled that she's sharing this energy with people in the form of life coaching and then of course, with us here on this podcast. Carmi, welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom. Thank you so much, Melissa. I'm so excited to
1: be here with you.
0: Today, we are going to be talking about our experiences of reinvention. Both of us were stay-at-home moms for a period of time and love talking to Carmi because it always makes me feel excited for the possibilities of like reinventing myself again. She just gets (laughs) me excited to think about all these things. But I do think it's something that women, especially in our age range, 40s, Um, We think about like what we're going to be when we grow up again. Yeah. We give so much of our time to our kids, to our spouses, to our parents. That when we think about what are we going to be when we have time, right? When things settle down. Do you ever do that?
1: Absolutely. All the time. Ask (laughs) my husband.
0: (laughs) Well, you just said to me, you're like, well, when your kids are gone, you'll have time to do this. Right. I don't know because I've always like, well, when they're in school, And then when they're, maybe when they're older, when they can drive themselves, and then you just keep waking up every day, like adulthood is this like waiting for things to settle down, right? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I watched a movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like, why save the good stuff for later? And it's so true. Yeah. It's like, no, now's the time.
0: I think, I mean, I'm not there yet, but I think someday you just wake up and you're like, wow, I've been waiting to do this. And like, it's kind of
1: too late. Yeah. Like, why not now? I think it becomes that. Yeah. Why not now? Because, you know, let's face it, being a parent takes up a lot of time and taking care of the kids. And you think that you're going to have more time when they get bigger. And, you know, while they're in school from eight until three or whatever it is. Three o'clock
0: creeps up fast.
1: Real fast.
0: (laughs) Real fast.
1: And you're still doing all of the things to take care of them, to take care of the house. You know, you're running around, you're doing the things that. Whoever's going to work in the family doesn't have time to do. So you're still managing a lot and it just becomes this space. It's like, okay, what else? Like, what about me? I
0: felt a lot of anxiety about not doing enough when I was a stay-at-home mom, but like I should be doing something else with my life. And now looking back, having done a thing, reinvented myself over, you know, six, seven years now, I look back with such like love and admiration for that time when I got to just be with my kids when they were little. Yeah. And I think forgetting the times when we were literally crying on the floor. I do look back at it really fondly and kind of feel guilt that I didn't enjoy it more. I don't know. Did you enjoy your time at the time when you were home?
1: I will be honest with you. I did not. I thought that that's what I always wanted. I really wanted to have kids. I wanted to stay home with them and I got what I wanted. Right. Right. It was so challenging for me um, because I lost my identity. Yes, I got to a space where I was like, I don't know who I am outside of this. And what was happening for me, it was like, especially when the kids were really young, I just felt like I was always like on the floor, like taking care of them and just, you know, that constant cleanup. And we would get food on the table. We would get cleaned up. Everybody would like do their thing. And then it was time to do it all over again. And by the time, you know, my husband got home from work, he would kind of come into the house and look and be like, what did you guys do all day? And I thought to myself, I'm losing my mind, but I got really resentful. Yeah. And I was pretty angry because I lost myself in it. And I didn't take time for me to take care of myself. And looking back, if that's the one regret that I have is that I didn't put myself at the top of the list. Because it makes a difference in yeah. how the day goes.
0: Well, and I think about that too, because I always thought there wasn't enough time. Like, yeah. well, now I'm working. If I were a stay-at-home mom, I would be in the best shape. I always say that I'm like <laughs> I would just work out. I would just like eat healthy and make salads. And I was a stay-at-home mom yeah. and I ate nuggets off the right. seat of my car. Mac and cheese. Goldfish. yeah. Exactly. Whole because there's this like working mom, stable mom kind of like I noticed that now in like the working moms group that I'm in, and it's almost like I love that I got to experience both because I realized the grass isn't greener. Because, like, yeah. I would go to Kirby pickup, and that's one of the places we met, yes, because our kids yeah. were at yeah. yeah. Madalena's kindergarten classic <laughs> Kirby, and that was like my big social event for the day, right? Right, like, your coffee, and you go talk on the blacktop to other moms, yep. like, yep. drop off. And I remember seeing like working moms that were like, their hair was done and their makeup was done and they had like a suit or something professional on. And I would like long for Mm that. And like, they have a life outside of here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go home and fill the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And so, but I feel like now that I talk to other moms that never had that stay at home experience, they look back and they were like looking at us in our, Yoga pants, not working out. Me. <laughs> and you probably were. You probably were because you're I into that bit.
1: I did yeah. a little bit
0: of both. Everybody's looking at everybody else and thinking that they have like a better thing, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like,
1: oh, we want what we don't have. And then, then get some- it. Yeah. And we're like, hmm, why did I want this again?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so it just becomes, I really think, Melissa, when you start to become intentional with what you want, with how you spend your time. Mm-hmm the scene really changes if you're just kind of going through the motion and it's like, this is just what a stay at home mom does. And you start to sort of fall into that trap of this is just the way that it is. It can get, what's the word I'm looking for? Monotonous. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like what's that movie groundhogs? Yes. Where
1: every day, very much. Yeah. Yeah. Like where's the passion? Where's the purpose? Like I've lost myself in this. Yeah. Right. Well, if I went back to that time, knowing what I know now, you know, there would be so many things that I would do differently. And I think the first thing I would do differently is just the, my thoughts about all of it. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm a stay at home mom. Like, what am I going to do to keep the passion? You know, or that feeling of, we talked about like being grateful, like I'm so grateful to be able to stay home.
0: Now I yes. now I look back because it goes so fast, so fast and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm so grateful. And you always talk about this, like thinking about intentions and what are you grateful for today? Like yep. in the moment when you wake yep. up, had I done that and been like, okay, I am grateful. Am I might not be able to take a shower by myself today, <laughs> but I am so grateful that I can slow down and stay in my jammies yeah. and we can just watch television or snuggle or read a book and do those things and have the time to slow down. But I wasn't, I was like, Oh, I got to do so much laundry. I got to change the sheets. I've got to like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever and then somebody spills something or dumps out all the puzzles and you're just like, ah. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. So I feel like being in the moment and maybe if I could take a lesson from that time mm-hmm. of like finding the gratitude now with teenagers cuz some days are hard. <laughs> I'd be like, I miss them leaving empty cereal boxes in my cabinet. I'm going to like pull out an empty cereal box from the pantry one day when they're off in college or have their own like life somewhere and just tear up. Right. Do it. Remember when JP left this like here all the time. It's funny just the way
1: that it is. But it's like, how how can we be present in this moment? Because we're always filling the space with like the busyness. And it's like, oh, I got to keep myself busy. Oh, I got to, you know, we're moving from one thing to the next. And it's like, how can I just be in my pajamas and enjoy my children in the mess?
0: Okay. I think some moms do that. Yeah, they they do. Yeah. Because they're only small for like, you know how fast it goes. Yeah, but how do these moms have that knowledge of that? Because I feel like always in like the Target checkout line, Mm -hmm. somebody like as JP was like dangling from the cart and pulling Jackie's hair, somebody would be like, enjoy it. It goes so fast. And I'd want to punch them in the face. Right. Same. Because you don't, yeah, you're kind of like, all right, lady, I'm just trying to get to nap time. Okay. So yep. that I can have a second to scroll on my phone. I
1: used to think people were crazy. That would stop me. And the kids were like toddlers and they would be like,
0: Oh, I miss that age so much. I, I do that to now. myself.
1: I'm that mom. I will never say that to somebody because this age to me, that age was the hardest age. It was such a nightmare for me. And I don't miss it. Like I just, I just don't. Yeah. Um, so when I mean, people I still say
0: that to me. I would be like, Oh
1: my gosh, I never want to wish this on anybody. Like I miss like the cuteness of them for like a moment when they're that small, but that was really challenging. So you're right. Like when people come up to you and they're like, Enjoy it. It's hard to enjoy it when you're in that moment and it's really, really challenging, and you feel like you're sort of treading water you know, like it all depends on, on what life was life like back then and the tools that you had to deal with those situations.
0: So since you're the expert on this and I'm having like hindsight realization, what are some things if somebody's listening to this podcast and is in the moment, in the weeds, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I was a waitress. That's what we would call it. Like we're in the weeds of this parenting thing, whether it's toddlers or teenagers or newborns, like how can you ground yourself and be conscious of the moment? Yeah. If you're not one of those people naturally like myself, that is not like that.
1: Yeah. I think when it starts to feel a little bit overwhelming and you can tell like things when are, when they're starting to spin out of control, it's like, just pause, take a deep breath, remind yourself of how much love you have for these humans that you're caring for. And it was like, I just read this recently. What would love do? Love would not care that you have dirty dishes. Love would not make you feel guilty about just being in the mess with your kid, right? Love would be there with them. Love would love them through whatever tantrum they're throwing.
0: This is cool. I like where you're going with this, but I feel like maybe I'm just not the person. Like Mm -hmm. you're you're a very neat person, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah, I like things to be neat. And
1: here was the big lesson for me. I had to get to the point where I stopped making it about the kids and the husband and everybody else that was making the mess Mm -hmm. because I would be like, oh, they always leave their stuff. And why can't they just pick up that those thoughts that I was having that was making me unhappy.
0: Yeah. It spirals. It like spirals.
1: When I decided if I like to be neat, then I'm going to pick the things up without being resentful for them leaving. Them there. I'm just going to pick it up because I like it to be neat. Does that
0: make sense? That does. And that's such a great way of looking at it. I mean, and actually, I have to say, Jay is very neat too. So he actually cleans up after me sometimes, which works out yeah. great. But the kids are messy. But either way, yeah, like not resentful, like I have to clean up this mess that somebody else made, but like I want to clean it up for myself because I can't work in a messy environment. Like I exactly. have to like, pick things up in order to yeah. function. But I always wanted to be more like somebody that could just let a mess go, like to sit down on the floor and play with a sink full of dirty dishes because I couldn't. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel sometimes guilty that maybe I missed out on some fun because I was like cleaning up.
1: Yeah, I think that's totally normal. And I don't think you're alone in that. So other people feel that? Absolutely. I mean, I felt that myself. Um, I think the trap that we get into is like when we start to compare ourselves to others.
0: Comparison is such the thief of joy. It's, it really I was is. just going to say
1: it's the killer of joy.
0: Yes. It does.
1: It takes the joy away from your moment. Like we live in an age where everybody's life is on display, a highlight reel. Yeah. It's like you didn't get to see the work that went into all of that to make it look that way. Right. Mm-hmm. We just show like the best version. But the truth is, it's like just own yourself. Work on yeah. yourself go inside first and work on you see the transformation that happens it's just really cool like when i stopped making it about like if they could just change the way that they showed up if that person could just do it this way yeah if only they did it the way that i do it you're not going to be happy because you can't change anybody outside of yourself we only have control over the way that we show up So once I started to get that and like play around with
0: it, I was like, whoa, this stuff works. And that's why you're always so calm, cool. And like, (laughs) (laughs) you're laughing like that's not true. I like to hear that you're not because it makes me feel better about myself because I'm comparing myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what? I wasn't always calm and cool. Um, I was, you know, I'm a recovering yeller. I used to yell. Man, did I yell. Really? Oh, yeah. When my kids were small, I would yell and scream. And that did not feel good. And I think back to that and I'm like, whoa, like there are moments in my life that get really intense, but I don't react that way anymore. It's like you can raise a voice. And that to me feels like wildly uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I like to reside in this peaceful place, right? Like all the yoga, the meditation, everything that I've studied and practice in that realm, has brought so much peace into my life. So when things get a little bit chaotic and you have the opportunity to kind of explode, that doesn't feel good to me anymore. Okay. It happens and I'll
0: lose my temper,
1: but not the way that I used to.
0: That's interesting. So, and I, I feel like I yell less now um and get less worked up only because my kids, as teenagers, make fun of me now. Like they have like with each other, yes. like if they see <laughs> me lose my shit, they they're will like, start being like at you. They'll look at each other with the eyes and they'll like do the like you have that outer body experience. Like they're making fun of me yeah. right now. Like for yeah. me losing my yeah. and we'll joke about stuff. They're like, Remember the time you threw the chicken nugget at Jackie because she was complaining that you know I got four nuggets, and yes, six. And I was like, I do remember that. And we can laugh at ourselves for that kind of like ridiculous behavior. Yeah. Well that um, is funny. It is. I mean, it's, it's it's when you funny step outside out. of
1: it and you can laugh about it, it is. It's like, wow, but look at me. I was pissed me. that day it's, when I threw the chicken it was, it was. It's like we're throwing our own little temper tantrums or big tantrums. I threw temper a chicken out of my
0: kids. Yeah, yeah. Who loves, does that? Well, lots of people. Oh, you're you're good, good, but they don't, don't put in their highlight you know They do not put it in their
1: highlight reel. That
0: does not go on
1: Instagram, like, but it should. That's the funny stuff. Like, that's the stuff that makes life just so real. It's like, sometimes those kids press all the buttons at once because they are master teachers Yes, and they are here for our learning. Like I always joke with my mom. She's always like, you know, I would be like, mom, every night I pray for patience and she tells me and Carmi every day, God gives you the opportunity to practice patience. And that for me was like such a big aha. I was like, you're right. It is. It's just like this one big experiment. And we're all just learning from each other. And it's like, how could I do this better? That's always been what I've always been about. How can I do it better?
0: And to kind of bring it back to that, like comparison is the thief of joy concept is instead of comparing yourself to somebody else, compare yourself to how you were yesterday or last week. And it's your own thing. You're getting better, a better wife, a better mom a better friend. Yeah. So that's the other thing is friendship. Sometimes I don't nurture those mm-hmm. and it's not personal. No. It's you're busy. I feel better if I take like an afternoon, have coffee with a friend yeah. or go on a walk. Yeah. And I think that really is like a self-soothing thing. Absolutely. I think connection's so important. Do yeah. things that kind of ground you and make you like that was the one thing that I think kept my identity as my relationship with my friends, mm-hmm. other friends that had little kids mm-hmm. when we would get together at the top lot and ignore our kids for a bit <laughs> and catch up. We always had like 60 half conversations, right? right? Cause right, you never right, finish right. a conversation. Yes. Yeah. There's but that they were too. so therapeutic.
1: Really. I mean, that's so important is the connection and just bringing it back to like, that's part of taking care of yourself. We right. need to be connected to others. We need space outside of, you know, our roles, whether it be a stay at home mom or a working mom or whatever, you know, your roles are that you're currently playing There needs to be time
0: for you to be you. Very important. And have that identity. Do as Carmi says, not as Melissa does. That is the lesson here on this podcast. (laughs) Um, If people are listening and they think, wow, like I need more of this like Zen and perspective in my life. Carmi is a life and wellness coach, and I will link her website in the show notes here. So if you want to find out more about that.
1: KarmieBuhalas.com. You can connect with me through the website or you can find me on Instagram. That is where I live my life essentially because I'm doing all the things all at once. And my Instagram handle is just at KarmieBuhalas. And I share, you know, daily inspirations and just kind of a bit of my life. So you can see these tools in action so much for being here. I really appreciate Thank you for it. having me. It's always a pleasure. I love talking to you.
0: You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.